American Financing is our uh, sponsor. We want to thank them. American Financing, when you're buying your home, whether it's your first, you know, uh, a vacation home, your last home, whatever, the people you want to deal with, American Financing. I have some news today I'm going to try to tuck into hour number three about uh, what's going to happen to currency and money and gold and, uh, and loans. And I, I believe if you want to buy a home, now is the time to buy a home. But make sure you get a locked-in rate. Make sure it's not adjustable. Make sure it's the right deal. And you're looking towards the future. American Financing understands this. Their mortgage consultants are salary, not commission-based. And so they're going to get you into the right home and the right loan. AmericanFinancing.net. You can call them now, 800 906 800-906-2440. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, we as humans tend to generalize. Uh, we lately have overgeneralized. Uh, lately, everybody's got to fit into this neat little box, and it doesn't matter who they actually are. Just, just one person sometimes. Just take their characteristics and extrapolate them over a group, a profession, whatever they're part of. We do it all the time, but there is one group that gets it more than any other group, and they pay dearly. They pay with their lives. I begin there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, our sponsor for this half hour, if you're new to the program, we have cleared out all of the commercials. Those long commercial breaks are gone. The first half hour, every hour of this program, we only stop twice uh, for about a minute so we can get right back to the programming. So just give me one minute to tell you about LifeLock. LifeLock is, uh, is there to protect all of your vital information. And if you don't think you need LifeLock, you need to do some research uh, on your own. It, it is you know, LifeLock used to be a luxury, I think, 20 years ago when it first started. It was like, you know, who's going to who wants my Social Security here? You can have my Social Security card. Um, now, everything is connected and and there are people, there are countries that are trying to hack in and get your information. They've just uh, found a data breach of what is it? 700 million people on Earth have just had their data in one breach, just had their data go into the dark web. 700 million people. That's twice the size of America. Once it's out there, then you're really screwed. You've got to have somebody watching over it, and LifeLock does the best. Nobody can protect you from everything that could go wrong, but they stand guard 24-7, and they really are the best. Right now, you can get 10% off your first year by using the promo code BECK by calling 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com and use the promo code BECK for 10% off at lifelock.com. Probably the most maligned profession or group of people in America, I think, are police officers. Do cops make terrible decisions? Yeah, sometimes. Are there really bad guys sometimes who wear a badge? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen them. But is that who they are? No. That is far from the norm. 
most police officers try to do the right thing. They do. And if they fall in with the wrong crowd or, you know, they start to just uh, go jaded, can they make a mistake? Yes. But there are 740,000 police officers in the U.S. They made over 10 million arrests last year. 740,000. How many of them are actually out on the beat making arrests? 10 million arrests. 104. Sorry. 144 officers died in the line of duty. 10 million arrests. 144 killed. But what makes the news? Have you seen 144 stories on the police officers that were killed in the line of duty last year? Because I haven't. What makes the news is how bad the cops are. The tiny sliver of a percentage of the bad apples. Culture right now is jump to the worst conclusion. Just jump to whatever. You hear some, something about a cop. And you just jump to the worst conclusion. That's what social media does. That's what so much of America does now. There are bad apples. There are bad apples in every profession. You know, and there are good apples in every profession. Right now, Congress has a rating of 18%. Well, they deserve about a 7% approval rating. But that doesn't mean that they're not good people there. There are some good people there. Police officers don't get their due for their daily grind. Their daily grind makes our life, I think, look like a cakewalk. Dealing with the worst tendencies of humanity. How worn down are you on people? Do you believe the same thing that you believed about the American population that you did even 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Why? Because you are focused on what you see on television all the time, what we see in the news. And so we're losing faith in people. Now, imagine if your job was to go around and knock on the door of somebody who's beaten their wife every day. Going into going into a section of town where they're shooting at each other all the time. How do you think your outlook would be? They have to go in and look and work with the worst of the worst of us. And sometimes it turns tragic. I could not start this program without mentioning the four police officers that were in Houston yesterday. They were serving a narcotics warrant. They were at the front door of a house. Four of them. They come up to the door. Before they knock, two suspects open fire. They shoot them through the door. The four officers were shot, one of them in the face. As of last night, two of the officers still remain in critical condition. The two suspects were shot and killed. I want to. I think it's vital to remember. That no matter what new social media outrage springs up 
this week, today, no matter what Donald Trump might tweet this week, today, whatever happening with China and their technology sector, whatever is happening with a social justice pariah the media creates that we either attack or defend. Every single day, men and women in the blue just quietly go about their jobs. They serve warrants. They make arrests. They do mountains of paperwork. They patrol our streets. They face deadly violence on our behalf. They walk up to a car not knowing who's in it. And more and more, they do this with less attention, less gratefulness from the population, from the people they're keeping safe. And for them, their day isn't about memes It isn't about Donald Trump tweets. It isn't about which right-wing pundit destroyed Ocasio-Cortez's latest ridiculous socialized medical plan. For them, it's about trying to stay focused, do their job, come home alive. For them, it's upholding the laws of our land. It's, It's put their life on the line for their fellow officers. That's really what it's about. It's not necessarily putting their life on their line for us. Even really for their family. In the end, it really is for their fellow officers because they're in that every day together. And every day all around the world, men and women in green or desert camo or blue, climb a wall, walk their post, drive a ship at sea pilot a ship at sea and they wear the american flag on their shoulder and for them the day isn't about which democratic candidate has announced their political bid it's not about the latest pronouncement by a celebrity that we only have 5 10 12 16 years left to save the planet from man-made climate change they're still getting out of their car in chicago today it's not about who's in office for them it's about Two people in green, two people in camo, two people in blue, watching each other's backs. We spend so much time in the media talking about each other, tearing each other apart, talking about politics, talking about politics in the economy and who said what about whom and this isn't right and we've got to stop this. Those aren't the conversations that we should be happening. Those aren't the conversations we should have. Those are not the conversations that are going to save the country. We spend so much time tearing each other down just to help our side win that we are. We're losing the real battle. For our men and women in the blue and green, the cop, the soldier, the sailor, the airman, Does it sound like noise to you? It's no wonder when they come home, they can't re-socialize. They can't fit back in because we must just sound ridiculous. They were out risking their lives, doing something that they felt was important. And they look at us.
when they come home from a tour of duty or on the beat where they just saw a teenage drug addict stab his own mom because she wouldn't let him play Fortnite, how petty what we all talk about seem, must seem to them. These Houston police officers were shot in an ambush-style attack while serving a warrant on a suspected criminal. Yep, Donald Trump tweeted something this morning, and it's actually kind of pretty funny. Kamala Harris is having a town hall. Ocasio-Cortez wore a pink ribbon to signify her support for the new pro-abortion laws in New York. But weigh those in your mind against what the police officers did. These people, these soldiers, these officers, they are the public servants. See, a public servant is somebody who doesn't really get credit or glory or fame or or money. They get nothing. They're public servants. That really is the soldier and the sailor and the airman and the cop. They're volunteers. And when they're soldiers, they give their oath to service. They swear an oath to protect and defend the Constitution. Peace officers are sworn into duty. They swear an oath to protect and defend the U.S. Constitution. It's an oath that they carry with them into battle, into their squad car, into their ship, into their aircraft. That's the oath. That's the oath that they carry with them when they go and do battle. Is that the oath the politician is taking, not just taking when they say it, but taking into battle. We should spend some time today just praying for the people who actually are fighting for the Constitution, for an end to chaos, to put the bad guys who in other countries are allowed to make people afraid, they put them in jail. Pray for these wounded officers today, if you will. Pray for the police officers in your community. Because right now, all across the nation, men and women, police officers are putting on the badge and they're sliding behind the wheel of their cruisers with the knowledge that something they do today, when they least expect it, could turn deadly. What is truly amazing to me is that when we really think about what these people do, we would call it heroic. But these police officers, they just call it Tuesday. You're never more than 60 seconds away from uh, more content on the show. I want to remind you, Blaze TV live tonight, Media Meltdown. We're bringing all the people in. We've got a two-hour commercial-free special. It is not on television. It is only online. You can sign up now. Uh, tonight from 6 to 8 Eastern. You don't want to miss this. Uh, we have Eric Bolding, uh, Bowling, who's going to be uh, uh, hosting. I'm going to be there. Um, uh, Bill O'Reilly, I think, is going to be there. The whole cast of uh, characters from uh, the blaze tv will be there you don't want to miss this tonight media meltdown only blaze tv you'll be able to find it on facebook i think on youtube wherever you can find the blaze media commercial free tonight also you can sign up and please support us sign up at blaze tv.com 
and uh, it's right slash Beck blaze TV.com slash Beck and use the promo code Beck. All right. Uh, let me tell you real quick. Our sponsor uh, this half hour is real estate agents. I trust.com. I want to read you a quick note from a buyer in Michigan. Little over a year ago, we made a long distance move from North Carolina to Michigan. Glenn, your agent, Joe was the person that you described in your commercials. He spent several days driving us to look at houses. He crawled in the windows of one of the house when the lockbox wouldn't open with the seller's permission. And we ended up buying that house. But he also sold our home so fast where we, we weren't even prepared. But as in the course of many things, there were glitches along the way with the sale. And as frustrating as it got, he walked us through each issue and even took care of a couple of issues before they even came to our attention. He was professional, friendly, and every real estate agent should be like him. Thank you. Thank you for setting us up and introducing us to Joe. This is why we built realestateagentsitrust.com to help you buy your home or sell your home fast. Get moving right now with realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. We break for 10 seconds, station ID. We have Tyler Ray on now. I want to take you to Nebraska for uh, something that uh, is real troublesome to me. We have uh, Tyler Ray on the phone. And uh, Tyler, your son uh, has a hunting trailer. For somebody who doesn't you know, live in a part of the country where there's a hunting trailer, explain what that is. Uh, Glenn, essentially it's uh, just a trailer that they can secure to keep their uh, decoys, their blinds, uh, their all their hunting equipment uh, secured while they're not using it okay. on typically a property that's been leased or uh, being allowed to use on for hunting, and uh, and it's secure. When you say that, it's got a padlock on it, and you're not going in. Yes. Okay. Exactly. And your son uh, around Thanksgiving, if I if I'm correct, uh, had his. Uh, gun stolen from that trailer and it was an ar can you tell me what happened actually the the theft occurred during april the spring of the year april okay uh, uh, it was taken by an uh, individual by the name of ethan Malley, uh removed from the trailer um and at that point uh, uh you know law enforcement you know, was involved Okay, so did they? They didn't catch him though right away. He sold the gun, did he not? Correct. He okay. sold the uh, the weapon to a known gang member uh, in our community. Okay. Um, now this is an AR. This is the one that the media is all afraid of. This is the one that everybody says, "Oh, we need new gun laws." Um, this is the this is the weapon of death, as the media would describe it. So it was stolen by a kid. He then sold it to a known gang member. When did the police get involved, and when did they find the gun? Well, the weapon, after the sale, uh, fortunately, a family member of the gang member, uh, which is also an adult, uh, took possession of the weapon, uh, knew that it was stolen, got it out of our community into a different state, to a different family member, and they then contacted law enforcement. And we're very, very fortunate that occurred. Okay, so it wasn't used in a, a crime that you know of, at least. 
Um, And the gang member who is an adult, I think that's a good uh, thing to point out here. Uh, The mom turned it in. So he was arrested. That's a felony of of having a stolen gun. What happened to the guy who stole the gun? Was he prosecuted? He was not prosecuted. They did not have enough uh, to determine that he had knowledge that the weapon was stolen. Okay. Um, So they weren't able to prosecute him. Okay. Um, And then the gang member who had the gun. He's he's the one that did not. He's the one that did not get charged. Okay, so the one who uh, the one who stole the gun and sold it to the gang member, he that's a felony. Correct. Uh, And and any idea how many years it carries? Uh, You know, from what I was informed by the county attorney's office, uh, they're usually looking at um, you know minimum of eighteen months. Okay, I, I lived in New York and uh, and traveled through New Jersey enough, and it was 20 years uh, minimum yeah. there, I believe. Um, all right, so it's a felony. He goes to court yesterday. Now, you find out along the way that he's plea bargained. Tell me the story right. here. Uh, we received a letter from the county attorney's office on November 27th stating that the deputy county attorney involved uh, – Allison Rodenbush had dropped the charge from a felony to a misdemeanor uh, theft. Why? Uh, when I asked that question directly to Lee Pavlikoff, the Sarpy County attorney, um, he stated uh, he couldn't give me an answer to that that question, and he was not aware that that plea was was uh, bargain was given. Wait, the 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 district attorney had no idea that that was. Happening. The, the county attorney. County attorney. In charge. Mm-hmm. Correct. Did and not, he had no did idea. Not have knowledge that the plea bargain was, was given, huh. um, which which uh, I, I couldn't imagine. Because once you drop a felony, uh, I'm former law enforcement, once you drop a felony to a misdemeanor, you uh, get into a situation where they typically do not even give uh Anytime in jail. Right. Uh, well, and, and and that's where I want to pick it up. We got to take a quick break, and I want to pick it up there on the other side of the break of yesterday. There was a hearing. The guy who stole the gun committed a felony, the worst weapon of death. What did he get in his hearing yesterday? You're listening to Glenn Beck. I will tell you, I am so concerned about somebody coming in and stealing my guns. We have all kinds of security in my house, and and uh, the last line of defense on that is a Liberty Safe. And I chose my Liberty Safe carefully. Um, just go to their go to their website and see the testing that they do on these things. You're not getting a Liberty Safe open. You're just not. And these things are bolted down to the floor. I mean, you can you can ask for them to install it that way. I do. Um, uh, you know, it's not like a piece of furniture. Can you move the safe just a little bit more? That thing isn't going anywhere. And nobody's getting your guns. It's Liberty Safe. Put the products that you need to have protected, your guns, your prescription drugs, whatever it is, your papers, Put it in a Liberty Safe. Best built safe in America, bar none. LibertySafe.com. LibertySafe.com. Tonight, Blaze TV Live presents Media Meltdown, 6 p.m. Eastern. You can find it on our Facebook or YouTube page or go to BlazeTV.com slash back. 
iPatriots.us is a new conservative alternative to liberal-based email services. It's secure, private, and safe, no ads or spam, and they won't collect or sell your data ever. Go to iPatriots.us right now, pick your membership. At checkout, select your own iPatriots email address, enter promo code PATRIOT, get the first month free. Go month to month, cancel any time. Whenever I talk to uh, people who are not part of a gun culture, and by a gun culture, I mean just somebody who grew up around hunters or, you know, is comfortable around guns. The people who lived in the cities and have never been around it, they always say, we've got to have more gun laws. Uh, and we, we, just, we, we just have to make sure that we put people in a, a way that, you know, take these guns and use them for bad things. We keep saying... No, you know what? You know who cares the most about this? Gun people. Gun people care about this. The the members of the NRA are the most uh, vigilant when it comes to uh, gun laws. They want these guys prosecuted. We have Tyler Ray on the phone. He's from Omaha, Nebraska. His uh, son's AR was stolen. He had it out in a uh, trailer all locked up, as you're supposed to do. Uh, It was a hunting trailer. He had it all locked up. Somebody came, stole the gun. He sold it to a, a gang member. The guy who stole the gun, that's a felony. He was he was allowed to plea bargain to a misdemeanor. And Tyler, yesterday, what happened uh in in court well during the court during the hearing uh, in front of judge cox uh the uh defendant's uh, um, attorney uh basically pled that this is a young man uh has made few mistakes in his his uh life and it was uh, needs an opportunity uh to be given a chance and of course the the deputy county attorney that was doing the prosecution I will I will admit he d- he did put a strong case forward to asking for maximum sentencing uh, for the misdemeanor charge, uh, but you know the problem came down once you drop a felony to a misdemeanor. Uh, typically, the court is not going to give any jail time; they're going to give you a probationary period. And uh, in my opinion, for something of, of this nature, that that's a it's it's a it's a slap in everybody in this country's face. Uh, like it also has saying. to be a, a slap in the face of the police officers. I mean, no, the police no. officers know this guy is going to I mean, you get away with a felony and you get probation for a felony. Well, right. come on, you're going to yeah. you, you haven't learned a lesson. Absolutely. And the officers that did the investigation, I was able to uh, sit down and speak with the lead officer on that. He had done his job uh Excellent. I mean, they, the, the work was excellent. There was no question that this was uh, going to be prosecuted as a felony. No question that they had him uh, dead to rights. And uh, for them to, uh, you know, to make a plea for absolutely no reason other maybe than keep their conviction rate higher uh, or to speed up the process of the court system uh, is absolutely crazy. It's crazy. Um, you know, so is anybody looking into, Tyler, is anybody looking into uh, this? I mean, when the county attorney uh, doesn't call you back when you're asking what is going on, and he doesn't call you back until the night before the trial, and then he says, Correct. gee, I had no idea this was pleaded to a misdemeanor, right. that's out of control. Uh, and I can't believe that the that ne- people from Nebraska are going to take kindly to this. 
I don't think so either. Uh, you know, again, you know, this is, I guess, you, as you say, it's a gun culture. This is a the plain state. We uh, we're born, raised hunting. As young people here, we have great respect for firearms, the law, and you know, when these these situations come up, and we have opportunity to set an example, and our uh, public officials, our prosecutors, our county attorneys, they fail to do their job. Uh, the people should, uh, first and foremost, these people are typically elected to their position. We should remove them and um, make sure that it's known publicly why they're being removed because they're not upholding the laws for protection of the people. And ultimately, that's the whole key. The, the laws are in place to protect the people, and they're not doing it. I, I, I tell you, I, um, you know, you have a pretty good senator um, there in Nebraska, and I know this is uh, – this doesn't involve the senator, but uh, uh, Ben Sass is is, you know, dealing with protecting guns in the Senate and people right. who are crying for more laws, more laws. I'm sure he would be interested in this story. Um, I, I sure he would be. And yeah. I, I look forward to speaking with him soon. Yeah. So have you contacted him or otherwise I will. If, have you contacted, yeah, we've contacted him? We've contacted his office good. and we're looking forward to hearing from him. OK, good, good, because I think he would be interested in that. And uh and I, I hope that the people in Nebraska uh, find out, w- w- what, is this, what is this county attorney doing? What is his name again? Uh, Lee Pavlikoff. Yeah, and, what, uh, what, what exactly is, is he doing? Go ahead. Well, you know, our conversations after the hearing, uh, he and a um, uh, victim's advocate supervisor uh, requested my, my son and myself into a private uh, mm-hmm. room to discuss the case and he was uh you know openly saying you know if i would have been involved in this earlier uh you know this may uh-huh. have gone differently uh-huh. but the point is still this uh, he wasn't involved and these these are people that are under his direction right and um you know and, and i really couldn't get an answer other than we started to get blame put toward uh the legislature in our state that they're not supporting them on uh, their prosecutions, and they're telling us that the prisons are too full and we've got to go with probation. Huh. Well, then maybe he should reach out to the members of the press in the state and talk about that openly. He could even reach out to me and talk to me about that right. uh, because right. I'm sure the people of Nebraska would like to know that if that's what their legislature is doing, saying, hey, let these guys go. I think the people of Nebraska should know that. Uh, and I, I sure don't appreciate at least for my public servants, I don't appreciate people who blame others uh, when they are at the top of the uh, chain. Um, thank you so much. And please keep in sure. touch with us and tell us, uh, you know, if anything develops. Appreciate well, it. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you thank so much. All right. Um, when we come back, I'm going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back. And I have a really amazing update on a story we gave you yesterday. Uh, it was a story about a Tucson man being starved to death in Arizona. Uh, and I, you couldn't have asked for a better outcome on this. We give you that update. It's pretty miraculous when we come back. First, our sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. If you are in constant pain, you are not alone. And I, I understand and I pray for you. Um, there's over 50 million Americans right now who are missing work due to pain. The average American spends about $2,000 a year just on pain relief. 
66% of us believe we're going to spend the rest of our life in pain. That's no way to live. It's no way to live. Pain is an epidemic, and we're living in this time where you shouldn't have pain. But pain is a, you know, there's a trade-off. You live in pain or you're fogged up by, uh, by medicine. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. There is now a, a 100% drug-free, created by doctors, way to reduce inflammation. And that is the number one cause of our pain, is our body becomes inflamed. Well, there's a three-week quick start now. It's about 20 bucks. It's 19.95. You take it for three weeks. It's called Relief Factor. If it works, order more. If it doesn't, you're out $20. But here's the thing. 70% of the people who take it find relief and go go on to order more month after month. I've been taking it three times a day for the last year, and I have seen a remarkable difference. It is Relief Factor. Try their three-week three quick start now, 1995. The only thing you have to lose is your pain. Your pain. Get your life back now. 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. You, uh, you, if, if you have heard of the medical medium, uh, you probably know somebody who's on a celery juice jihad, like my wife is, and it's driving me out of my mind. Uh, and there's this new book out called medical medium and, uh, it's written by Anthony William. Uh, I actually, I actually, I didn't read the whole book, but I've read several chapters of it only because my wife is like, you gotta eat this celery juice every day. And I hate it so much. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm bringing him on hopefully to expose him as some sort of fraud of some sort. So he can stop with the celery juice jihad. The unfortunate thing is everything he writes argh, makes sense and it pisses me off. Um, so he's going to be joining us in a few minutes. Now, I have good news. Yesterday, we talked to you about the Tucson man who is in St. Joe's Hospital being starved to death in Arizona. Uh, Bobby Schindler, the president of the Terry Schiavo Life and Hope Network. Bobby is Terry's uh, brother who is there by her side the whole time with her with with her amazing um, uh, sister and brother and and also parents. Uh, Bobby, welcome to the program. Hi, Glenn. Good morning. So tell me what happened to our patient yesterday. Well, um, it was really extraordinary, uh, Glenn. We uh, had a meeting scheduled with the administrators. Uh, it was set for 9 o'clock. They didn't see us until 1030. Uh, but I got to tell you, it, it wasn't a long meeting. Uh, the uh, gentleman there with the title of CEO and I believe there was, there was a representative who was a lawyer of the hospital and also a mm. social worker. And um, just discussed, and they asked us what we wanted, and um, we it was quite simple what we wanted. We wanted nutrition and hydration, and they agreed with the uh, condition that we would work to try and get David transferred out of that facility to another facility that would be willing to, to take him. This is amazing. Isn't that what really they've been is. asking for for weeks? Uh, yes, uh, Glenn. I, I, I was quite surprised on how cooperative they were. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I was in the room also. We had uh, Alex Schneider with Life Legal Defense was there with the mother. <laughs> and they were, <laughs> they were, as I said, they were quite cooperative. I've been in these meetings before, 
and they've never uh, we've never experienced the administrators that were so cooperative, wanting to help. But but there is a condition that you know I don't want to. David is not out of the woods. He is receiving yeah. nutrition, hydration. I I went back and forth with the mom this morning. She said he's looking better every hour. Uh, he still does need certain treatments that they're not giving him that we're trying to get the hospital to uh, to administer. Uh, but we need to get him out of there. But he, but his vitals are good, and and it, it really was, as you said earlier, it, it really was miraculous, uh, Glenn. I I think in large part, you know, I want to thank you and, and the other people that, and pe- particularly in the social media, I, I really think that helps. It, it puts uh, pressure on oh, the hospital it does. because quite oh yeah, quite frankly, uh, they would prefer not to have not to be in the media, particularly in a national program like yourself. Uh, well, and he- they alluded to that a few, more than once in the meeting yesterday. Oh, did they really? Good. Oh yeah, good, excellent. Um, all right, so Bobby. Um, uh, we spoke yesterday afternoon, or we we texted each other yesterday afternoon when this all came down. And um, there is nothing more important at this point than uh, our right to life, and it is being uh, it's under attack globally. But here in America, it is slipping away from us, and um, I think that we need to uh, come up with a way to have. You know, this audience that want to participate in this kind of be a, um, you know, first line of defense when when something happens like this, we know we have a checklist and we know what we have to do and how we get the word out. Um, And, you know, we go into action. You told me that, you know, there's this is happening all the time in America and we need to be able to be activists and and fight for life. Can you can you put together maybe a list of things to do and then maybe come on again and and, you know, we can we can figure out a way to, you know, basically put a, a you know, a, a life core together, if you will. Well, well that would be that would be uh, tremendous. Glenn. Yes, we, we can do that. We, we kind of we, we have a, a call to action. We have kind of uh, uh, you know, something that we follow when these cases occur but they're not always, uh, they need to be better organized, but that would be extremely helpful if we can put something like this together because uh, yesterday it worked just, just as, as we, we hoped it would. And, uh, and as you see, it was a successful outcome. And, and, and we try and hope to do that with each uh, call that we get from families so that that would be extremely helpful, and I think it would be very effective as well. So do you need a hospital now that will take him? Do they need a hospital? Desperately, uh, we need. Uh, we, we're hoping that David will, will gain the strength. I honestly believe. Uh, and again, I don't know what his long-term prognosis is, Glenn, but but he needs help. And the, the, the hospital really gave up on him much too quickly. Uh, and we want to get him to a facility that we believe is willing and, and wanting to try and care for him and restore him. But but he needs to get his strength back. And once he does, we need to get him out of there. Because I don't know, quite frankly how long the hospital is going to agree to continue treatments because they did make that clear yesterday that this was just temporary and we gave them our word that we're going to do our best to find a facility so we can transfer him. All right. So if you know of a facility, you work at a facility, you can help connect us, you have any kind of pull at all. Um, may I, may I send them your way, Bobby? Absolutely. Uh, Glenn. And, and this has been the most difficult part of these cases. Oftentimes hospitals will, cooperate with us but we have to uh, contingent on finding a facility and it's been very difficult to find a facility that would agree to take these patients 
Well, that's a whole different uh, kettle of fish. Yes. Um, and, we're, and we're working on that on a separate uh, project. Uh, I would love to, to talk to you about some time. Sure. But, but okay. we're, we're, we're working on that as well. Okay. Um, so go to lifeandhope.com. Is that where they can contact you? Yes. And, and also, if any other families are in crisis, please, please go to lifeandhope.com. You can read. You can educate yourself as well, Glenn, on, on how to you know, hopefully better protect yourselves if you're faced with these types of uh, situations. It's horrible what's happening. And it is. It really, yeah, it really is, Glenn. I, I think people are, are unaware uh, until they see cases like this. But these types of things are, are, are frequently happening in our healthcare system today, and, it's, and it is frightening the extent that ho- the power that hospitals have now to make decisions, regardless of what families are asking. I, I also think it is because the um, the insurance companies aren't afraid anymore. They're just they're just not afraid anymore because they're you know they're in bed with with the government now and everybody else and. We've so screwed this system up, there's nobody to run to uh, and uh, nobody that will be shamed into it. I'm, I thank you, St. Joseph's Hospital in Tucson, for doing the right thing. Lifeandhope.com. Go to lifeandhope.com. Bobby Schindler, thank you so much for being on the program. The medical medium and his celery juice jihad. Next. Realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home, I want you to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. This is something my wife and I started. We started this several, uh, several years ago because we got incredibly frustrated by real estate agents who talk a good game but never get the job done. So what we did is we built a team of people that help home sellers and buyers do things differently. Buy your home or sell your home effectively. There are two things that they you have to have in a real estate agent. Uh, they have to know your home value, and they have to have a plan to bring buyers to your house. And it's really simple, really simple. Cut through all the crap. Get the right real estate agent right now. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll match you with the right real estate agent in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. When I die, God and I are going to have a chat. And I'm going to say, all right, you've said your piece, and I, I respect that, but I've got a few things that I have to get off my chest. And one of them is, why is it everything I like to do or I like to eat is bad for me? What kind of crazy joke is this? Everything I like is bad for me, and everything I despise is good for me. So I'm waiting for the answer, God. I'm waiting for the answer. I begin with the medical medium. This guy has written a book. He's, he's got an amazing story to tell, but he has put my wife on a celery juice jihad and I, I, I mean, I would pay a fortune to expose this guy in any way I could to get the celery juice to stop in my household. We begin with him next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Something else that's not really doesn't make me happy are, uh, are, are these made up holidays like Valentine's Day. Uh, Valentine's Day is, uh, is something that. You have to do. And guys, this is one of those you have to have red roses. Have to. 
have to. Don't ask me why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Why do we have Valentine's? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is just the holiday for the guys who are not dating a woman who says, you forgot what today is? What? What's today? The anniversary of our first date? Oh, dear God. So maybe that's what Valentine's Day is for, for the rest of us. Get her roses right now from 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers.com. You can get 18 red roses for $29.99, or you can upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. It's a great offer, and it's not going to be here next week. 1-800-Flowers. 18 red roses for $29.99, or upgrade to 24 roses for $10 more. Again, not going to be happening next week, and certainly as we get close to uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, gee, uh, we don't have red roses now. Red roses, get them now. Order for Valentine's Day right now, 800-PRO-FLOWERS. That's 1-800-FLOWERS.COM, 1-800-FLOWERS.COM. Do it now. This offer expires tomorrow. Anthony, 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 the medical medium. Hey, (laughs) you have you have turned me into a giant fart bag that cannot go out anywhere because my wife is forcing me to drink. What is it? 16 ounces of I have a whole I have a whole bunch of celery every morning when I get up and I look forward to it. Because of you. Make you it know, stop. you're lucky it's not 24 ounces. Oh, my gosh. Do not say anything like that. We in this interview right now. Don't make it worse in my household. <laughs> Here's the thing, Anthony. Uh, my wife picked up your book because we have a friend with MS, and um, she's real. she really struggles. And she started reading your book, and she said, this guy is amazing and has made a huge impact on my life. And my wife read it, read your book, and she came to me and she's like, you have to read this book and you have to start drinking celery juice. And I'm like, no, one or the other. I read the book or celery juice. And she (laughs) said, you read the book and you'll understand the celery thing. I read the book and the problem is I find your arguments credible, but I hate you for it. (laughs) (laughs) look i mean you know the the thing is with with celery juice it's it's the single most powerful remedy right now on the planet to get somebody to move forward finally we have a tool that moves the needle for people that have been stuck anybody with ms you know multiple sclerosis hashimoto's thyroiditis or anything going on um lyme disease all of it can, can really get a leg up, can move forward when they're doing that celery juice. And there's so much confusion out there right now to why it works or how it works. And, and what they'll throw at you is, oh, science research hasn't figured, you know, they haven't figured it out. They haven't even looked at celery. So it's, so it, it's you know, people say, well, it can't work. It can't work if, if science research hasn't looked at it. Science and research is so behind on chronic illness, it's unbelievable. Over... 250 million Americans alone suffer with a symptom or condition. Where's science and research then? I want to know. You know, where's science and research to the mom that can't get out of bed and can't take care of her kids and has no answers and she's fatigued or with multiple sclerosis? 
There's no science to research for any of that. You go to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, to doctor. You take a medication. You know, maybe it works a little bit. Maybe it doesn't take the edge off. It's, it's, it's actually so disappointing in so many ways, and so many people are suffering and struggling. It's unbelievable. So, yeah, the information in the Medical Medium book and Liver Rescue, my latest book, which is because all of this just really stems in the liver, and I talk about why, celery juice moves people forward. It's the first thing. It's not even a trend. It's bigger than a trend. A trend doesn't work. That's the thing. You know, that's the thing about it. A trend doesn't work. It never does. It's only it's a trend is propelled and created by money, it, you know, by interest, by money. That's you, investors create a trend and then people use it or whatever. And it, it, could, it could maybe make them feel a little bit better. Maybe not. Nobody knows. But this is getting people better. It's a grassroots movement that I've been building for years with celery juice that I started it, and, and now it's taking over. And I'm really sorry you got sucked into it. Believe me, man. No, really listen, okay, so Anthony, tell the – and I hate to be – I hate to be, you know, uh, I hate to overshare here, but good Lord, man, I just I, – I, I can't conduct business because I'm just like, excuse me, I, I've, I've got to go in the other room for a few minutes and just fart. I mean, for the love of Pete, does that ever stop? It does. It does. And make sure your wife is straining the celery juice. So after she juices it, grab like a fine strainer uh-huh. and, you know, just pour she it does. through a mesh strainer. And yeah, she does. She does. Yeah. That, that's really important. And 16 ounces, if you're still having, if you're having that kind of thing going on at 16 ounces, then wait before you move it up. But I want you to do it up. 24 ounces. What? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? Oh my gosh! Okay, all right. I'm stations uh, or anywhere where my wife is. Edit that part of this interview out. We're live. That's crap. Um, all right. He wasn't talking about me, sweetheart. Now listen. <laughs> you know, I um, I really, I really am um, am frustrated with you because uh, okay. the I, I've gone to doctors for uh, about eight years and so i know what it's like when people just can't find an answer i had yeah. you know i have leaky gut i have adrenal fatigue uh and i'm getting i'm getting fat and i have and well, i that's, that's the liver that's your liver so that's a big part of all that and that's why it's so good you're drinking the celery juice because shut your shut liver up, shut up. yeah shut up i was just i shut <laughs> up on the celery juice shut up Okay, so yeah. so here's here's the thing. I've read your story. I uh, no, uh, first yeah. I read uh, you know the the parts of that book that uh, that you know pertain to the things that I have seen and you are so very right. clear on it. You 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 are really the only person that I have seen that nails how I feel uh in its totality. Um, and wow. so I'm, I'm willing to do these things cause I've gone to every other doctor, uh, and nobody can m- make it right. Uh, and I just think all the drugs that you take are just not good for you. I don't think that does any good, um, in, in some ways for some things. Um, yeah. but I read the beginning of your tale and I am a guy who has had s- similar experiences, not like, not to the extent that you have. Um, but I, so I, I'm a believer in this stuff, but it's got to be 
a little crazy for you um, to admit this because I got to believe it does for some people hurt your credibility that you say you're an actual medium. Can you start with your tale? Uh, in fact, I'm going to take a quick minute because I don't want to interrupt you. Um, uh, we'll sure. take a quick minute here and then tell us about the first experience that you had with your grandmother when you were, I think, five. Okay. Um, yeah, four years. Yeah, four years old. Four years old. It's an incredible story. And we'll just kind of take it from there. Anthony William, the medical medium. What's the name of your new book? Liver Rescue? Yeah, Liver Rescue. Liver Rescue. Medical and, medium, liver rescue. And I think everybody here in the audience heard him say, reduce the celery juice, Glenn. Reduce the celery <laughs> juice. <laughs> Back in just a second. <clears throat> Never more than 60 seconds away from uh, the program, so we're going to go right into it after I just uh, stop real quick and tell you about Simply Safe. Nobody should feel unsafe. Uh, f- fear has no place, especially in your home. Simply Safe has had that mission since day one. And you're going to see a commercial about it coming up uh, Sunday on The Big Game, because I'm not allowed to say the other name for The Big Game. Uh, make sure you check out their commercial. Anyway, Simply Safe blankets your whole home with protection. Around the clock professional monitoring. Make sure that police are on the way when you need them. Fire is on the way when you need them. People that can relieve gas. When you need gas relieved and somebody just to poke a hole in your stomach or something to get it all out, I don't know if they have that service, but they should. They've got everything else. Anyway, The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system out there. And Wirecutter, it says it's, it's their top pick. Now, three million people already have Simply Safe. They know that it feels good to fear less. Put yourself on that list. I'm on that list. SimplySafeBeck.com. Get 10% off plus free shipping on any system order. It's $14.99 of monitoring a month. You own the system. No contracts. It's SimplySafeBeck.com. 10% off. SimplySafeBeck.com. Pause for 10 seconds, station ID, and then back to celery. Anthony William, uh, he's got a new book out called Liver Rescue. Um, he's uh, the author also of Medical Medium, is how I uh, have uh, come across him. Uh, and he has an incredible story starting at four years old. Can you tell us the story? Sure, sure. I was sitting at the table, at the dinner table, the family, and heard a voice perfectly clear. It started actually in the morning, though, hearing the voice right when I woke up. And... You know, I, I look, I realized, like you were saying before, it, you know, having the story, you know, the, the credibility, a lot of people might be like, okay, he hears a voice, great, I'm going to trust this guy. It's not my fault that a voice gives me advanced medical information, even at four years old, where you can't even understand it. Like intricate blood about blood and intricate information about your immune system at five, six, seven years old. So the story starts where, um, where I knew my grandmother had cancer and that's how it started at that age. But it even, and you know, when they, when they looked into it, of course she had cancer, but it even went as far as being in grade school, having a child sitting next to me in class. And I told the teacher 
that the child had meningitis because the voice told me the child had meningitis. Mm. And the teacher was like, well, I'm going to call the child's parents in. So she did. She called my parents in. We're all sitting there. And, you know, the child's parents is, is saying, no, he doesn't have meningitis. We don't know where he could have even heard of this, everything like that. Anyway, the next morning, the child didn't come back to school because he was in the hospital all night long with 105 temperature wow. diagnosed with meningitis. So wow. it was it was always like this. You know, at age 14, I was a stock boy in a grocery store and I was building up my clientele. I was literally building up my clientele at that age. And because I would know what was wrong with people no matter where I was or what I was doing because I would hear it perfectly clear. And, you know, so it was always this every day in my life. It was never a day off. It was never an hour off. But it was information that was always advanced, just as advanced as it is now in the books about why someone has multiple sclerosis or rheumatoid arthritis or Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Where, what, the, what are the real causes? Because science research doesn't know the real cause of eczema and psoriasis. So it, all through my life, it was about hearing this voice perfectly clear that was giving me advanced information about medical and, you know, about people, what's happening with people, medical knowledge. That's 20, 30, 40 years ahead of science and research and still is and still is after all these decades. And the, the thing is, I've dedicated my life, if, if a little bit more about my story, is I dedicated my life helping people to chronically ill, being a voice for them, because they were told they were crazy, or mm -hmm. lazy, or they really weren't sick because their doctor couldn't figure it out. All through the 80s, 90s, all through the 2000s, people, you know, I would be literally at nursing homes, or be by my client's bedside, giving them B12 drops when people didn't even believe in B12. I've been in it all along, all this time, helping people recover, giving them the answers they needed. And I finally, the waiting list got so big to see me. It got so big. It was gotten to the millions that I had to put the books out. So that's what happened. The book you're reading is the first book I put out. And that was because I couldn't do it anymore. We're doing the one-on-ones. I did thousands of them over the years and I had to put the information now, the medical information that's advanced in the book so I can help out millions of people. And part of that's the celery juice. Stop and that's it. The celery juice. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> it's amazing how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anthony, I, 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 um, I share a story that I don't think I've shared on the air ever, at least all of it. Um, when I was uh, 14... Um, I walked by my mother in the kitchen and uh, I remember looking at her. She had her hands in the sink and I was walking down the hallway and uh, I heard a voice so loud uh, that it made me stop. And it said, stop, go back, give your mother a hug, tell her you love her. She won't be here long. And I much to my everlasting regret, I didn't because I thought that was crazy. A couple of years later, I heard the same voice tell me the same thing about my grandfather, and it freaked me out. When I was in high school, a couple of, and my grandfather died, a couple of years later, um, uh, I heard the voice again. I was dating a girl, and she had no symptoms of anything. And I heard the voice again, and uh, I thought for sure she was going to die. And and I and I remember thinking, I don't want this. I don't want this. And I went to only one friend and I said, look, I've never told anybody this, but these three things, this is the third time this has happened. And the first two people died. 
and I am freaking out. And as it turned out, she had a brain tumor in the center of her head um, and she ended up living. But it freaked me out. And I remember thinking, I don't want this. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. This is a curse, not a blessing. I don't want it. Um, you have to have felt that way. Oh, yeah. So I've always felt it's been a curse. I mean, uh, really, I mean, it hasn't given me a normal life. And uh, basically, it's just has forced me just to, to only do this work my whole life. You know, it's not about and it was never about me. That's the thing. You know, someone said, when did he start this yesterday? Because we're just if someone just hears about me today, they'll be like, when did he start this three years ago? He just he he must have taken a nutritional class. He must have gotten interested in health. Actually, no. It's always been this way. I've always been doing this. I've worked on thousands and thousands of people. And, and because I had no choice, it, it, I didn't even want to do it at the beginning. I didn't. But, you know, Spirit said to me, and I, I just say Spirit, and because this voice I hear, Spirit says to me that, look, you have to care about people. You have to have the compassion. You have to care about what they're going through, what their suffering is. You have to get in touch with that, and you have to do something about it. So I've dedicated my whole life doing something about it. And that's just been it. So uh, I, I've got to push back now uh, because I, uh, I, I actually believe you. Um, but I am skeptical because, you know, I've met John Edwards and I've, you know, and everybody has seen these crazy people who claim all these things um, and they play on people. And, <laughs> I'm a guy who I've I've seen I've spent I don't know I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars I've spent on my health and I have felt alienated and crazy and even to this day I still think maybe I'm just making all of this up and I have medical tests that do show me things but nobody can really tie it all together and so you you are at the end of your rope and so when somebody like you comes along and says no I tell you this is what it is you are preying on the most vulnerable. That's the way it can be looked looked at. Can you can you help with? Uh, have, have you sorted through this? Do you have a? I don't even know if uh, some sort of a, 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 a yeah. kind of a, have you gotten your arms around how you talk to people who are just like look I you know I know how this looks. You know. When they're not validated, when people aren't validated for their for their um, aches and pains, mystery tingles and numbness, ringing in the ears, migraines, neck pain, back pain, um, burning feelings in their feet, achy feet, um, you know, floaters in the eyes, dizziness, balance problems, vertigo issues. Um, if, you know, when you're not validated and you're told that you're, you know, you're whatever's wrong with you, it, it, it just made you're making it up in your head or anything like that. Instead of like, it shouldn't be looked at that I'm 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 like preying on someone or anything like that. It's actually the opposite. I've been able to bring people's stories forward. If you look at my Instagram, medical medium Instagram page, I have. You wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe the thousands of people's lives that are coming back. So if someone's a skeptic and says, "Oh, okay, he's you got vulnerable people, vulnerable people out there," he's He's probably taking advantage of it. How? What? By mm -hmm. by a book or something? By what? Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't even sell anything. Celery juice? I don't sell celery juice. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> what happens is... But, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I want you to, if you can hang on for just a minute, I've got to take a network break. Then we'll, uh, then we'll come back and 
I want to uh, get a handle on what the basic things are that people can do that will really change their lives. You're listening to Glenn Beck. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. If I'm right about what the economy is going to be doing, uh, getting a mortgage is going to be a lot harder, and uh, you do not want an adjustable rate going forward. The interest rate is so important, and the, the access to money as we go through, I think, something worse than 2008, as we go through that, you remember trying to get a loan back then was almost impossible. If you're thinking about buying a house, now is the time to get a loan. And you can get them through AmericanFinancing.net. I don't believe in these mortgage companies because too many of them are saying, hey, no money down and you don't even need a paycheck stub. Please don't do that. Go to the people that are going to do this right. They work for you. AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. Tonight, Blaze TV Live presents Media Meltdown. Tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern. You'll find it on our Facebook or YouTube page or blazetv.com slash bet. When I told you a few weeks ago that I started drinking celery juice against my will because my wife was holding me hostage um, and she had read a book, Medical Medium, I immediately got a bunch of people said, Glenn, please don't jump on the bandwagon of, a, of another fad. Um, and, uh, and I completely understand that. Um, you know, I, I was with Dr. Atkins when, before it was a fad and I believe what he said, uh, was true. The problem was when it became a fad, nobody was actually following through on the full thing. They weren't doing what he was talking about. They were just like, oh, I can just eat high fat and uh, I just do whatever I want. No, no, you can't. Um, and so, you know, when, when you look at somebody and they're like, Hey, I'm on the celery juice diet. Well, that's not really what it is. Um, it's a whole philosophy behind it. And, and I have, I have read, uh, medical medium myself because I said to my wife, okay, I'm going to read it before I'm drinking any of that. And I, I believe it is sound. Now, can you find any, you know, medical studies? Let me ask the guy who wrote it, Anthony William, uh, author of Medical uh, Medium. You've kind of answered that, haven't you? There's there's really not a lot out there on the things that you recommend. No, there. Listen, there's science and research is so behind on medicine in general with chronic with chronically ill, chronic illness. Science and research still believes your body's attacking itself if you have eczema psoriasis or if you have Hashimoto's thyroiditis or. They still believe your body's actually attacking itself. That's actually false. That's a theory from the 1950s to put the blame on the person because science and research doesn't know the cause of your mm. illness. And I spell out the causes, like in medical medium liver rescue, I spell out the causes of gout, diabetes, eczema psoriasis. I spell out that, you know, basically, you know why it's happening with advanced medical knowledge. And that's what people need. They need a fighting chance because we're not winning the battle on chronic illness. Celery juice is one way to help win it. And it's interesting you say this, Glenn. You said, look, people just, it's true. It's taken off in such a way. Hundreds of millions of people are drinking it now. We're gonna, not even going to have celery left pretty soon. No, Farms they, are going to have to just be dedicated to celery. The, we, going in, Marissa just told me during the break, she went in, she was going to make herself a salad. She had to grab or some soup. She had to grab some uh, celery. 
She couldn't find it in the store. Kay, the makeup artist, was yeah. just in here just a minute ago. She said, uh, I just want to thank him for uh, my eczema. She said, I started drinking the celery juice. I have really bad eczema. She said, I thought I would try it. I stopped taking it because my eczema is cleared up, and I wanted to see if it was related. And it came back right away, so I'm back on the celery juice. Well, here's what's happening. Here's the problem that's happening right now is trends that were started by investors that wanted people to have, you know, a popular trend to consume. I could go into a whole bunch of different trends mm-hmm. that are out there in alternative medicine. Well, those people now want to capitalize on celery juice and ruin it for everybody else mm-hmm. by putting something that they sell inside the juice, celery juice. And so what we're going to see is basically... Um, you know, the, the fall, the fall of it, because people are going to be like confused. They're going to have to put in products that are, that they have to buy all these different tricks out there. So I want to keep it honest. I want to keep it right down to the source. It's straight celery juice, 16 ounces on an empty stomach. And in the morning is best and nothing and no pulp in there. Do not just throw it in a smoothie or create a blend of celery in a blender and then drink the pulp with it. There's a lot of mistakes being made right now. And the reason is because there's, there's other interests saying, Oh my God, wait a minute. This is a rogue trend. That's the thing, Glenn. This is a rogue trend that's built on people actually healing. So it's not really a trend or a fad. It's above a trend or a fad because people don't really heal on trends and fads. Mm-hmm. This is above that. So what uh, this is all about, I yeah, remember, it's all about healing. I remember with Atkins, um, uh, I was an early adopter on that. And when they came out with the Atkins bars and everything, I said to my wife, it's over. It's over. Because it, it, because now it's a product, and now everybody will eat the product and say, well, I'm on Atkins, and they have no idea what they're doing or the, the, the meaning or the ideas behind why you eat what you eat. And it was a garbage, and it was over, and it was over. Glenn, Glenn celery juice is an herbal extraction. You'll see dietitians come on to try to actually stop the movement, and I love dietitians because there's a lot of amazing ones, but you'll see a dietitian come on or a nutritionist or another health professional, come on, an article, because there's dozens and dozens of articles written about me right now being the originator and everything and people trying to debunk it. What's happening is they'll say, oh, it's a vegetable that you should just eat with some peanut butter on it. He's (laughs) wrong about juicing it because science doesn't know anything about it yet. And what they don't get, it's not a vegetable. It's an herbal extraction, a powerful one that's here for a reason. And it's, you know, and the funny thing is, I'm sorry it had to be me to discover it and get it out there because exactly like you said, you know, hey, I'm a guy that hears a voice. So if I find a miracle remedy to move the planet forward, it's 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 people are going to be like, well, where's the science? Well, science will find out that there's sodium cluster salts. It's something that information that came to me, the res- the, the source I have that we were talking about earlier, told me about the, the sodium cluster salts. It's a subgroup of sodium. It kills pathogens like Epstein-Barr that are responsible for uh, MECFS, chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, things that I've already brought forward that, that I put the truth out about Epstein-Barr causing these illnesses long before science and research, and now they're just talking about it. Celery juice destroys the pathogen, the Epstein-Barr virus, responsible for all these different illnesses. And that's why it's working. And, you know, I'm really sorry. I got to apologize that I'm 30, 40 years ahead of science to help the chronically mm-hmm. ill. The thing is, 
The thing meaning, I'm sorry for the industries that bank roll and bank on people's sicknesses. Because what's happening now, people are starting to get better with that celery juice. And it's changing the planet. It's not just a trend that was thrown out there like bone broth and now bone powders and collagens for sale and all these other things that people don't even know if it's helping or not. This is actually turning lives around. You'll see it on my Instagram feed. You'll see it on my Facebook. It's changing millions of lives. There's a reason for it. It's pure. It's, it's, it's untampered with information. It has no interest group behind it. And it's saving lives, literally. It's part of the whole thing that's saving lives along with the medical medium information. So what is it that it's supposed to do? And do I ever get a reprieve from celery juice? Have I ever had enough? Well, look, how long have you been on it now? <laughs> Two weeks. Oh, that's nothing. Oh, I hate <laughs> it so much. I hate it. I mean, I look at it every day and I'm like, ah, oh, pain, fatigue, no will to live or celery juice. And it's a choice I have to make every day. And usually the celery juice loses in my head. I hate it. A lot of people love it. And yeah, I know. Every now and then, it'll be really good stalks, thick, juicy, rich stalks that actually are filled with so much nutrition. They're all filled with nutrition, all celery, whether it's the spindly ones with more leaves or the thicker, juicier stalks. But you'll find you'll get used to it. You'll like it. It's I think (laughs) a lot of people a lot of people people like it off the the start. And a lot of people, you know, they, they tend to learn how to love it. But here's the deal. One thing it will do for you is that when you go off of it, you'll know what it was doing for you. You really will. Some people feel the benefits in three days, some in two weeks, some inevitably, like no matter what, instantly. Why is it tearing me up? Because my wife loves it, loves it. And I know a lot of people who love it. Why is it tearing me up? Because you're filled with bugs and it's not a scary thing to have bugs in you. Everybody has bugs in them. That's why everybody gets sick with something. They have either strep in their system causing sinus problems, UTIs, uh, coughs, and all kinds of different things, rashes, styes. They have viruses in them. They have different bugs and pathogens that we have in us. And when you have enough of them in your intestinal tract and your your hydrochloric acid has been low for years and your bile reserves are low in your liver, because with you, it's all about the liver, your liver reserves are really low, you're stagnant and sluggish in there, your bile's low, your HCL's low, all this in your digestive tract. So when you start dumping that stuff, that stuff, that celery juice, that stuff has power. And when it starts going in there, it kills off all these bugs, mold, yeast fungus, unproductive fungus, viruses, bacteria, and you're just going to be like outgassing that, meaning like you're just going to have, you're just going to have to go through the process. But one thing's for certain, it's going to move you forward and move so many people forward too. If I light a match, I'll move into the next room quickly without even walking. I'm happy you're on it. I'm actually really proud of you. And I'm honored that you even had me on the show. Really, you know. No, I, I, I have a lot of respect for your bravery. I, I believe um, that uh, we do have people on the other side of the veil that are guiding us. Um, I do believe that you can um, become one with a, a spirit of empathy, if you will, and it changes your outlook. And I know that has to be a pretty hard uh, 
uh, cross to bear. Um, I mean, unless you're a really great fraud and you would be exposed, uh, I would think by now if you were. But um, I well, after uh, after, th- after 35 years of working on the chronic yeah. wheel, yeah, and now in the public and now in the public eye a lot more than ever before. You know, I still haven't lost the fact that I'm working for the people because yeah. that's what it's about. I'm working for them. It's not about me. It never was. It's about the person that really is suffering and struggling. And you know what, Glenn? When you're not sick and you don't have any and you don't have really any symptoms you're contending with or it's really mild stuff, you just you just think that the chronically ill, that you just don't get in touch with it. I see it all the time yeah. out there. I see it on YouTubes and I see it out there on the media and other places where people don't realize it. When you're really sick with stuff, it changes you as a person. It does. It challenges you like no other. And the people that aren't sick, they just don't get it. They just don't know what that's like. They really don't see that. And you know what? Celery juice is there for them when they get sick down the road, too. So the point is, though. Oh, hang on just a second. I have to insert. So you got that to look forward to. All right, go ahead. (laughs) I know, I know. The bottom line is it's a a gift that it's there for people, the celery juice. And it's one of the very tools. It's one of the powerful tools or one of the most powerful ones in the medical medium series books that I put out there, you know, intricate, really advanced information ahead of science so people can heal. And you know what? Tens of thousands of doctors across the country, MDs are using my books in their practices right now because millions of patients have brought the books in and they demanded their doctors to learn and they're actually doing it. Not all the doctors, of course. I mean, there's, there's, I'm sure there's plenty that there's just, so yeah, they're just going to be like, I'm not going to use this information. But there's tens of thousands that are. And globally, it's happening, too. So the celery juice, hey, it's a big part of it. I, look, I'm proud of you because if you're drinking that much, you're doing 16 ounces. That's incredible. Truly. That's I have that on tape, and I'm going to play that for my wife. Um, uh, Anthony, I really appreciate your time. I'd love to get you in for a uh, podcast and talk a little uh, deeper about some of the things that are in the book. I will tell you that... Uh, your description, at least for what I have been diagnosed with and I have, uh, is the best description I have read from anybody. And I've seen some of the best in the world. Uh, and I think that's why you're connecting, because you do you are connecting with uh, you're connecting the dots where so many others are like, oh, and also uh, this might be. And you're like, no, I don't have any of that. Uh, and you've just narrowed it down and, and you've just captured it. And, uh, I appreciate everything that you do and I appreciate the trouble that you, uh, probably, uh, endure. And I appreciate the fact that you've endured this 40 minutes with me. So thank you so much. My, my, I pre- my job, go ahead. My job is to provide it. Yeah. My job is to provide answers for the chronic wheel. And if, if someone's dealing with even a symptom and they don't consider themselves chronic wheel, then my job is to provide answers for people that are dealing with symptoms they don't want. Right. The bottom line is, yeah, is that I've been here for people. I still am. And if people can break that barrier and say, where's his source? And, you know, maybe, you know, a lot of people, they can push that aside and they can just get the information and heal. They're going to make their lives better. Thank you so much. Anthony uh, William, the author of a new book called Liver Rescue and also Medical Medium, uh, and uh, you follow him on Instagram and you will see the thousands of people that are doing what he says and how they're affected. Um, I know that uh, my life has been affected by him uh, and 
uh, a personal note, a very good friend of ours who has uh, MS has been greatly affected in a positive way uh, by by his uh, by his book, his teachings and his uh, philosophies on how to make yourself feel much, much better. Anthony William, you can uh, find him at medicalmedium.com. Virtually all Americans' data has been compromised by a security breach. Um, you know, a security breach really occurs when an intruder goes in and hacks in and gains access to an organization's protected systems and data. Now, that can happen at your bank. That can happen at the hospital. That can happen all over. There was just a data breach. 700 million people were affected by this. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions on all businesses, but LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, like your social security number, for sale on the dark web. If LifeLock detects your information, they're going to send you an alert, and a U.S.-based restoration specialist is going to work to fix it. Join now. Get 10% off your first year using the promo code BECK at 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK. 10% off now. Lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, If you follow this program at all, you know that I am uh, wildly intrigued with science and what is uh, coming our way with technology. Um, And I tell you that the world will be completely different by 2030. Um, Let me give you this headline. Small team of Israel scientists think they might have found the first complete cure for cancer. We believe we'll offer in a year's time a complete cure for cancer. So far, we don't know much of the details. We know the company. I will give you the information. But this is possible, and we will see it in our lifetime, and I think sooner rather than later. All right, let me tell you our sponsor this half hour before we get to the show. It's Home Title Lock. Uh, Home Title Lock is a um, is a company that actually stands at, if you will, the the vault, the the where all of the things come in from all of the different banks and title companies. They all funnel in and they go behind this one vault wall. Well, Title Title uh, uh, Home Title Lock is the only company that is standing right at that gate. So anything that comes in or out, they see. That's why they're the only people that can really protect your home from uh, a home title theft. People, this is a growing crime. In fact, FBI says it's the number one growing crime uh, in America, which is crazy. It takes 40 bucks. Anybody can do it. They steal your house. They take a loan out against it. And you're stuck with a loan and you've lost the house. And it's a nightmare to clean up. Make sure you have home title lock standing guard watching over your house. $100 search for free when you sign up just to make sure it hasn't already been done to to you. HomeTitleLock.com. Get it now. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenbeck Program. The media. Don't we just all love the media? How is a republic expected to survive when the media can not only get things wrong, but knowingly get things wrong and tell you that they uh, that a story means something when on videotape it is shown to mean the exact opposite? 
and they don't care. They double down. That's what happened last week with the Covington Catholic school kids. And it's one of the most disturbing things I have seen in 40 years of broadcast. There is no survival of a republic if that's the guardian of truth. That's why tonight, Blaze TV Live presents Media Meltdown. And we're doing it on Facebook and YouTube. Also on blazetv.com slash back commercial free. Begins tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern. I've got a panel of Blaze experts in to talk about it with us. We begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You spend more time in your office than in your own bed. How much does that suck? I mean, there's nothing I love more than my bed. Uh, you spend more time in your office sitting in that crappy chair that somebody probably brought, bought from Staples because they had to buy a 100 of them. And they're like, I don't know. Let's just get these maroon chairs from Staples. They're cheap. And then you sit in it. It sucks. You can sit in a great chair that will protect your back and, uh, and, and really make your life a little more comfortable. It's called an X chair. Right now, X chair is available. They have a ton of adjustments. You can really dial in the perfect fit. They also have X chair basic, which has all of the adjustments that you really need every day uh, and really comfortable at a very affordable price. So whether it's at home or in, in your office, just do your butt and your back a favor. Get a comfortable chair and you could find it at X chair. Go to xchairbeck.com. xchairbeck.com. Comes with a 30 day money back guarantee. Use the promo code. You're not only going to get a hundred bucks off, but you're also going to get a free footrest. xchairbeck.com or call 844-4X-Chair. 844-4X-Chair. xchairbeck.com. Sarah Gonzalez joins me now from the news and why it matters. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Glenn. How are you? I'm fantastic. We have Graham Allen, who is the host of Rant Nation. I don't think I could. Go ahead. Uh, Give me me a serious. A serious? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know this, Glenn, but I've been deemed a racist in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I know. I have to I have to be very careful. Well, you have those scary tattoos. You have your hair cut short. You You look like you look like somebody I don't want to meet. Well, my hair is cut short because I'm losing my hair. And so, you know, I you seem to be gaining hair and which is it's just completely. I sew it onto my head every night. Uh, and we have uh, Rob Eno is with us. He is the Blaze TV media critic. Uh, hello, Rob. How are you? Hi. Thanks for having me on. It's yeah, uh, good. fun to be here in Dallas. Uh, fun to be here in Dallas? Yeah. Wow. I mean, That's more a fun. Well, what I've seen, I mean, I've, I've, seen, I've, I've seen, what is it, Route 114 from the airport to here? Yeah, so I've, so seen, I, I've seen a lot of it. I'm like, what kind of life do you live <laughs> if that is fun <laughs> for you? Your taxi cabs here are fantastic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, so we're doing something tonight. Uh, called the media meltdown and um, Eric Bowling is going to be with us a lot of the guys from uh, blaze TV you guys are the early arrivers um, we also have the roaming millennial who's going to be with us Ali Stuckey is going to be with us mm-hmm. uh, John Miller uh, Chad Prather, uh, Chad Chad Prather gonna is going to be with us uh, Bill O'Reilly is going to be joining Ooh. us so we have a we have a great roster of talent and it is t- talking about the media and where we are, and I think everybody knows that, you know, you don't trust the media. 
Oh, no. Nobody does. 78% of Americans, 78%, so it's not just one side, say, yeah, they they knowingly lie to us. Yeah. Agenda-based. Everything's agenda-based now. Uh, everybody has their their reasons for why they're reporting, not not reporting what's happening because that's that's what should be done. Reporting the truth of what's happening. Everybody reports what they want to appear of what's happening, which, which is a big part of, I think, you know, what Donald Trump's campaign was. Uh, you know, he of course, he talked about building the wall and things of that nature, but he also talked about the dishonest media. And, you know, he made that a big platform of his. And then he got elected. And instead of taking a step back, maybe and doing some self-reflection, you know, they they don't know how to do that. So they then double down on the same tactics that, you know, the American America looked at and said, we don't accept this. We want something better. We deserve better. And they're not giving it to us. So Joy Behar said the most honest thing I think Joy Behar has ever said last week of the Covington Catholic School kids um, Whoopi Goldberg said, why do we keep making this mistake? And Joy Behar said, because we hate Donald Trump. Yep. No, absolutely true. They, they wanted to be true, but it goes for it. It's before Donald Trump. I mean, if you remember, George W. Bush apparently didn't serve in the Texas Air National Guard and mm-hmm. he got out with whatever Dan Rather said he did. And Dan Rather is still lionized mm-hmm. by these media folks. Our friend Brian Stelter over at CNN has him on all the time. The, the, the media critic who's really a cheerleader in my newsletter for, for Blaze Media, I call him the CNN's media cheerleader mm-hmm. and critic because he's really a cheerleader. I mean, he had, to, have, to have Dan Rather on your program as a paragon of ethics and virtue in the media shows that you have absolutely no sense and, and no self-reflection. And that's you, their you, problem. You refer to Brian Stelter as our friend. I, I think you're... <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. that was sarcasm. Uh, yeah, because I, I know Brian. I know Brian when he was just at a website. And he, was, he tried to be honest and he tried to do the right thing. Since he's gone to CNN, he has gone off the rails. I don't even recognize him anymore. Seems to be a trend. Yeah, it yeah. is. When you, when you get into the... It's these, a job requirement. You have to be, you have to be crazy. Working CNN. It's a job well, no, maybe they have cult meetings that they have yeah. to attend just no. to indoctrinate yeah. them well, it's, fully. It's, it's the same thing as you know the politicians when they go to D.C. They all want to go to the same cocktail parties. They all want to be on that circuit, and they're all afraid of like setting somebody off and doing something that that somebody else might not like. But then they start believing it. I mean, Brian Stelter has has played basically a psychiatrist on TV and has deemed Donald Trump to be a crazy person mm-hmm. because Brian Stelter thinks that Donald Trump is a crazy person. Because he doesn't get some of the things Donald Trump is trying to do, and he may do it in a different way. I mean, a lot of what, um, you know, our friend Dan Bongino, um, he, he used to say, it's an outer borough thing, the way that Donald Trump talks. They, they all, I mean, if you ever talk to somebody from New York, from Queens, they all say this is the biggest thing, the greatest thing. Look at what they did with the, the stupid um, McDonald's. He said McDonald's was a piled high, you know, piled a mile high, and then you get the Washington Post doing fact checks. <laughs> you know that that, that that they really didn't meet a mile high, and if they did meet a mile high, Holy it would be this man. Like, it's a figure of speech, people. Yeah, you know, he did it yesterday with you know he did it yesterday with the cold in Chicago. We were talking about the cold in Chicago at the top of the hour. The top of the hour, he said, "Oh man, we need some of that global warming," and they lost their mind. Yeah, they absolutely lost their mind. But they're the ones that every time it gets a little hot, or there's a little bit of rain, or there's a little bit of wind. You know, never mind that the hurricane systems have been the lowest that they've been over the past few years. We had two 
horrific, really big ones. And that's all global warming. And to your point, uh, you know, they're so focused on, they're so obsessed with reporting on what Donald Trump said, what Donald Trump did, what Donald Trump ate for breakfast this morning, that they're missing the real stories that Americans should be hearing about. I mean, I haven't seen much on, you know, the Houston police officers that Mm, were ambushed and shot, you know, the CNN and the media would rather cover, you know, what Donald Trump tweeted out this morning. So it's very unfortunate they're doing Americans such a disservice by not actually giving them what we should be hearing, what we should be consuming. And especially our men and women and that, you know, are supporters of the thin blue line, our LEOs out there, you know, what, what, what is happening to them in the media eye the political eye putting targets on their back that Mm -hmm. used to not be there i mean their job is uh, excruciating enough as it is and they not only now have the having to deal with the local communities and keeping communities safe they have to deal with public opinion based on biased media coverage of what they think is what's really going on no what they know is not really is going on but they want people to believe that it is what's amazing to me is they actually believe it though they really do believe it. Uh, for instance, I don't know if you saw the reporting on John Bolton yesterday, but John Bolton is it was one of the most buttoned up guys. You're not the ambassador at the U.N. if you're reckless. OK, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, and he has been at the highest levels forever in security and international relations. So yesterday he comes out and he's he's leaving a security briefing and he's going to go brief the press And he walks out into the press room and he's holding a yellow notepad. And on it, the only thing written is 5,000 troops to Colombia. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm in a security meeting and the president says, I want to prepare and put 5,000 troops in Colombia, I don't need to make that the only (laughs) note. I think I have that one. You know what I mean? Gee, did he say we were... I can't remember. Did he say Hong Kong? Was it 10,000 troops in Hong Kong or 5,000 in Colombia? I mean, there's no reason for him to write that down. He did it to signal Venezuela we're serious. And the only way to go into, into Venezuela is to, uh, is to put troops in the water and into Colombia. You're coming through Colombia. So he's sending a signal. The press loses their mind. Yesterday, they were all saying how incompetent and how irresponsible and they're I mean, I, I saw that and I immediately knew this is a game and I don't want the press to say, hey, we all know this is a game, but it is. Instead, they actually believe because I guess he works for Donald Trump that he's that incompetent. And that's, I think, what is uh, so frustrating for me personally as a reporter is that, you know, as a reporter, instinctually, when I hear Donald Trump say things like, you know, the American media is the enemy of the people or fake news is the enemy of the people. And I get this feeling inside me like, oh, that doesn't feel right. But then I see what the media is doing. And it's like a very conflicting feeling because I think to myself, I mean, I can see his point. Certainly, I can see why he would say that they are the enemy of the people. I mean, look what they're doing. Well, I want to ask you guys, uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and then we'll come back in a minute, and we'll talk about uh, the 2020 election. And, and, and through this lens, if the president, I mean, if the press is willing to take and use a bunch of high school students, think of this, they're high school students, mm-hmm. And destroy their life on something they know and you can prove is a lie. What won't they do 
to beat Donald Trump in an election when it comes to, well, we have a source that tells us an unidentified source or anonymous source. How can we possibly trust that they are telling us the truth when we can't verify when they won't tell us the truth when we can verify back in one minute? 23 and me um, make a genetic resolution uh, with me. Uh, I am doing 23 and me with my whole family. Uh, I want uh, the DNA test because I want to see the things that I can do in my life that uh, can can help me and help me even sleep better at night. This genetic test that they are developing at 23 and me is pretty remarkable. Uh, and there are more and more uh, genetic markers for serious illnesses that are coming online that you should be aware of right now they have 125 personalized insights it's not just ancestry anymore that is actually one of the great things is the ancestry they they actually will ask you do you want to connect with people who are related to you well i'm going to say yes and i'm hoping a lot of others say yes because i just want the joy of calling people and saying hey (laughs) <laughs> you know who you're related to me uh, just for the just for the reactions. But that's maybe that's just a sick, twisted pleasure in me. Anyway, join me now. Get your DNA uh, and your genetic history. Find out who you're related to. Find out the things that you can do to change your health and live a healthier life. Your DNA kit is secure at 23andme.com slash back. That's the number 23 and me.com slash Beck 23 and me.com slash Beck. Join me as we make a genetic resolution. 10 seconds station ID. I read a story today, 30 of the top experts on Europe in Europe, say Europe is coming apart at the seams uh, and it is becoming extremist and people are angry in the streets and they don't trust anything. And that's why they have to strengthen the European Union and they have to strengthen the old guard. That's the worst advice I've ever heard. And it's the same thing that's happening here. The old guard, Washington, media, and I think new tech are all going to start coming together to protect what they believe is right. And they're going to stop listening to people on both the left and the right. How do we trust an election where they think they know better than we do? Well, I think they've already stopped listening. Uh, I think we're already there as far as that. Uh, I think uh, I agree with you. I think we're only maybe one, two elections away between uh, a non-peaceful transition between powers and things with presidencies and stuff like that. I mean, we're in very dangerous times and very dangerous waters. What I mean, what actually happens in America if we have an election and someone gets elected or someone gets beat and they go, I'm not leaving. And they have people I'm in place as- and they have people in place to say, yeah, we agree with him. He ain't leaving. So I'm, I'm not as concerned about that as I am. CNN finally brought up deep fakes like they just discovered this deep fakes. And they're saying by 2020, deep fakes could play a real role. 
And we know that I've been talking about it for how many years about deep fakes and saying that 2020 is the year you're going to really start to be impacted by this. Now, the mainstream media is jumping on board and it, it, it what it means is you will not be able to believe your eyes. You won't be able to verify because the videotape or the audio tape that you see or hear will be fake and the average person won't be able to debunk it when you have. Donald Trump meeting with Putin in a secret meeting and they have the videotape and uh, they have the audio tape and you can't tell if it's real or not. And a media who won't tell you it's real. What do you have? You, you, you've got nothing. And, and that's exactly right. I mean, it's it, it's like, you know, the woman that did Siri, all she did was say a bunch of consonants and they were able to get her and make her speak to you like you mm-hmm. think she's speaking every word that she's speaking. Right. And, it, and it sounds to you. And now that they can probably do that with video and with technology to make it look like you're saying that. I mean, look, look at the access Hollywood tape. We know that one was real, but they could do something else and just say that it's real. And if the media wants to go along with it, they absolutely, they absolutely will because they want to push their agenda and they want to make sure that the person that they don't like doesn't go to office. And the other side of that is true. Had we dealt with deep fakes before, And this true videotape of Access Hollywood comes out. Donald Trump could have said, that's a deep fake. And we wouldn't know. So we no longer, we no longer can believe our eyes and our ears. We know we can't believe the arbiters of truth. So what does that mean for the average person and those of us who are in the media who disagree with the media and the way they're going? What does that mean? Uh, I mean, I think that the average person, you know, as we talked about earlier, they already have this growing mistrust, distrust of media the way that it is now. I think that, you know, when you're talking about, let's say, the the video from Covington and, you know, that in that instance, the media was saying, don't believe, you know, don't believe your eyes, don't believe what you're seeing. There isn't any more to the video. And then, you know, later on, if it's something to to put Donald Trump in a negative light, the media is going to say, no, really, but believe your eyes this time. So honestly, I think that as unfortunate as it is, there's going to be a a rejection, even more of a rejection of the media that might blow back on on us as well, even though we've done nothing to, you know, to to deserve that kind of negative negativity. But I mean, I think that that's just the way that the average American is going to think is just I can't trust anything. I can't trust anything that I see. I can't trust anything that I read unless I see it personally in front of me happening in front of me. I can't really trust it. And I mean, I don't know where we go from there. That's an implosion of trust. and You don't have a civil society. when There's no trust. But but, but aren't we already kind of past that to a point? I mean, take take the Covington high school situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, despite all that, people are going to believe what they're going to believe. I mean, that's the society we're in. You have multiple angles, literal hours of footage showing what actually happened. But people who want to believe that it was the kid's fault... That's what they believe, despite the video evidence. And then the people that see it for what it really was, they see it for what it really was, despite the evidence. I think we're in a much deeper problem than just fake things being created. I, I no, think we, we're at a point it doesn't matter. People are just going to believe it just because that's what they want well, that, it but, to be. But that's, what's, that's what postmodernism is teaching. It's your feelings, it's what you believe. It's not what you know. Science has been rejected in so many different places that we no longer 
agree to a set of standards. That's what the Enlightenment was for. We agree to a set of standards of truth. And you have to hit that empirical evidence. We don't look for that anymore. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Today in the Washington Post, there's an opinion page writer that said exactly what you said, that you need to know why those of us that saw that face thought that he was wrong. It, it, 500, 600, 700 words about why marginalized communities you know, see that face and they see the face of white privilege and power and oppression and it's the same thing as the is what brett kavanaugh did with his grimace it's just coming from a different side like like these people are like literally saying that today but that is original sin you i can understand that's why most people rejected him until the evidence came out there's many people white people that felt that way too oh man this is really wrong so we understand that but that doesn't lead the truth That might make us feel one thing, but it's then our job to go seek the truth. Back in a minute. You're listening to Glenn Beck. I want to talk to you a little bit about filter by. Filter by, when it gets cold, we don't get sick because it's cold outside. You get sick, honestly, because you're inside most of the time and there's no windows open and you're exposed to a higher concentration of, you know, the crap that is in the air. Winter is like uh, living in an airplane for months. I mean, you don't think you're going to get sick, you know, breathing that air. CDC says about 7 million people are getting hit with a flu this year. And if you want to improve your chances of avoiding a cold or flu or whatever, change the filter in your house. Clean up the air with filter by Order yours today at FilterBuy. Sign up for auto delivery, and you're going to save 5% off your order. Never have to think about it again. Never have to go to Home Depot, whatever. They'll ship it right to you within 24 hours. Made here in America. It's FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com. Blaze TV tonight presents Media Meltdown. Tonight, Bill O'Reilly... Uh, Eric Bowling, myself, tonight, 6 p.m. Find it on Facebook, YouTube, or Blaze TV. Tonight, beginning at 6 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, uh, YouTube, also BlazeTV.com. Uh, you are going to see a lot of us um, from the Blaze all kind of gathering together for uh, a discussion, two hours, commercial-free uh, led by Eric Bowling, Bill O'Reilly is also going to be joining us, and really all of the faces from The Blaze, or many of them, as many as we could get into the studios here. Uh, Graham Allen from uh, Rant Nation, a show on Blaze TV. Uh, Rob Eno, he is the Blaze TV media critic, um, and he writes a great newsletter uh, called WTF uh, MSM. MSM. Um, but, and then also uh, Sarah Gonzalez, the news and why it matters, uh, is on with us. Uh, now and we're just talking a little bit about the the media and let me just give you three headlines mexico starting to look like venezuela do any of you guys know what's happening in mexico what the president of mexico has done with oil recently is he trying to nationalize it like they did in venezuela (gasps) <laughs> Excuse me, I sneeze. Um, uh, no, it's actually worse. And the p- reason for asking you to put you on the spot is not to show, oh, you guys don't read. This is covered almost nowhere. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, and it is going to be, it is right now, what he did is they have a problem with theft on their pipeline. 
they found, I think it was like 1,500 holes in it where people had built a straw in their oil pipeline. One of the straws was two miles long. Now, you'd think that maybe they would build a wall around that, but uh, they don't. (laughs) So uh, they have a problem with theft of oil. So here's what the president did. Now, remember, Mexico's the only one. I'm sorry. I think it's Bolivia as well in South America. The only one besides Cuba and Bolivia to actually stand with Maduro. Okay. The whole Western world, except for Turkey, China, Bolivia, Cuba, uh, Russia and uh, and Mexico are standing with Maduro. So this guy is a crazy socialist, and he says, uh, we're going to fix the theft of the pipeline, and here's what we're going to do. We're going to start shipping all of our oil by truck. The problem is uh, it's not fast enough. They don't have enough trucks, and it's five times as expensive to do it that way. So now 1,000 gas stations in Mexico City alone have closed. They're rationing five gallons at a time. Uh, people can't go to work. They're now starting black market gas stations. It's it's causing all kinds of chaos, exactly the way it did in Venezuela. Now, why wouldn't the press cover that? I contend because that lets you know chaos on our border is coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they go through what Venezuela went through, Look at what look at what Colombia. Nobody's really talking about the mess on the border of Colombia. It is a nightmare, a humanitarian nightmare. And it's going to happen here. But the press won't talk about it. Well, I mean, then, then you would that would they would make the argument for a wall or a barrier. And they exactly certainly right. don't want to do that. So everybody is talking about how we have to have more socialized things. Do you guys know? Uh, the feds are now going to bail out the vast majority of 90,000 pensioners in uh, Illinois with Sears. 90,000 pensions wow. they cannot afford to cover. And so the United States government is stepping in. Why wouldn't you cover that? Yeah, I didn't hear that. Because of socialism, because of these yep. programs yep. that everybody is, is doing. In fact, you have Elizabeth Warren saying, we want a wealth tax. Everybody who makes over, I think it's $500 million a year, she says a billionaire, a billionaire is immoral. Well, what is that going to do to the economy? And they won't actually cover that. So when you have a media that it has an intent of not covering real stories and keeping us hell-bent at each other's throat, where does what does the republic look like in five years if... You don't have outlets, quite honestly, like the blaze that will tell the American people the truth and not get bogged down in the crap of the day. I, I think the, the silence kind of says it all. I, I, I mean, would, that, that's the fear uh, that everybody has. I mean, what, what, what happens if people don't step in to try to fight the battle? I mean, that, that, that's really what it's kind of turned into with the media, almost the us versus them kind of mentality. Uh, and, you know, the American people need people, organizations like The Blaze uh, that are not afraid to go in there and say, hey, this is actually what's really going on. And this is why they don't want you to hear about this. But but how do we how do organizations like ours survive 
when you have now Microsoft soft with their media shield and they're going to discredit the algorithms are already being used against us when you are in a digital ghetto and that's what's happening to us. It's like the Jews in Poland. If you have this point of view, they're putting you in a digital ghetto. You can talk all you want just behind this wall. Right. And it's hard to it's hard to get out of it, even with scale. I mean, with the merger of CRTV and the Blaze to form Blaze Media, we've we've gotten more scale and we're able to push back a little bit. But how long are we able to push back on getting our voice out there? And you're absolutely right. I mean, it's it's the media's fun game to see who they can get to platform today by talking about them. And then the media company, then then the, the Internet goes into it and then they they gloat about it on CNN. Oh, yeah, no, they do. I would like to believe that there are enough people, you know, say in flyover nation, uh, you know, who are average Americans who will just wholly reject the garbage that they're getting on CNN and do the digging and search for something else, because I can't I mean, I, I can't honestly believe that, you know, an average American uh, would sit there and turn on their televisions and want to hear about, you know, white privilege and all of these ridiculous social justice ideas that they're spewing. I mean, I have to believe that the average American is going to eventually mm. search for something better. Well, you're you're looking at a uh, a technology sector that is is really controlling the government. The government can uh, make their path a little easier. And you have media that is looking to the government to make their path easier. And if they all start to collude together, which they already are, um, they make it very easy for us to be run by a bunch of corporations, Google and Facebook and Amazon, uh, and not people would not have the ability to even find uh, the truth. And I know this sounds crazy but this is the way it's done historically you have to control the media and you have to be able to shut down other voices and they and they are doing it they used to do it when when i was at fox it was estimated that they spent the left spent about a hundred million dollars in uh anti-glenn beck stuff to try to take me down hundred million dollars they don't need that now you don't need that now you can destroy people. They destroyed you last week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm. I, Australia hates me. Like <laughs> articles from other countries are mm-hmm. about this this racist social media personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that puts guns in the hands of future mass shooters. Right, and um, as uh, mentioned yeah. earlier, you do have tattoos. Yes, and I yeah. do. You know, obviously, I'm a degenerate person. Right. And well, so. you you took a picture with your family, mm-hmm. and you're you're a shooting family. I'm a yep. shooting family. I have tons of pictures with my kids with guns. Mm-hmm. We go out and shoot, and they're really responsible. I, I I found two different articles. So 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 I put up the Yahoo article, and I put up a uh, a conservative. Um, uh, article and the headlines just says it all the yahoo article said gun happy family goes after gillette right and then the conservative one says army vet dad post awesome photo with kids mm. <laughs> i mean I, you know it, mm-hmm. it's it, it is just it, it's so amazing to me how different things are and it truly is about biased perspective of what it is people people knew that photo was not intended to be racist people knew that you know people know that obviously that was a professional photo that i just picked people wanted to make that photo right a racist photo and so that's what they did they 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 turned it into this thing that it was that it was not but it used to be guys like me and then more and more guys like you and uh 
and then people like Kavanaugh. But now it's children. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you look at if you look at Nick Sandman's life, do you think he's going to be able to get into the college that he wants? No. Mm. Do you think he's going to get the job that he wants? Oh, you're that kid. Yeah, you're that racist kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I we would like to a- believe he'll have some justice in court, but even then, I'm not sure. Well, I mean, it's just like a it's just like a rape allegation i mean even if you yeah. come out on the positive end i mean it doesn't matter you're still ruined forever i mean you were accused of rape there's no way you get your reputation back yeah and and you know and when we're talking about kids we seal the records because we know kids will do stupid stuff mm-hmm. when they're kids now to the left doesn't matter and he didn't even i could would contend that he didn't even do anything that he should feel ashamed for that's not even a situation right. where he did anything stupid Correct. and we say okay we give you Correct. a pass because you're a child i can't say that i would have responded as well as he did with somebody in my face like that at seven if i would have been old. a dad uh, with uh, with uh, guthrie's interview i i would have gone i would have gone nuts oh, well, you wouldn't yeah. have nuts. you wouldn't have let him on right no no yeah no. That, that was absolutely stupid and it's it's you know, and you find out after, and one of the things that the media won't tell you is there was a priest from, Colo- I think it was Colorado, who the black Hebrew nationalists, or whatever mm-hmm. they're called, um, as soon as they saw the guy in the collar come, threw all their invective at him, and Sandman and the kids from Covington were the ones that got in between him yes. and yeah. them, and, and stood up for him and stood up mm-hmm. for their faith. Yeah. But... But that's racist, and that's that's confrontational, well, we, and they shouldn't do it, and they shouldn't act like men. We all heard the bishop uh, of Covington. He came out, and he condemned them. Uh, and did, how many people covered that he came out and said, holy cow, was that wrong? I saw it at The Blaze, theblaze.com. That's, that's, that's the only place that's that the I saw it. That's the only place I saw it. So yeah. even when they're wrong, the damage is already done. Damage is already done. We'll see you guys tonight at uh, at six o'clock. We're going to be joined by really, uh, I think, what fifteen people, different shows on the Blaze. We have a great show uh, produced for you tonight. You don't want to miss. It is live and it is commercial free and it is free. We invite you to watch it. It's called Media Might Meltdown. Um, and uh, tonight is hosted by Eric Bowling, and I'm I'm going to be there with him. But uh, he's leading us through all of the stuff that's happening in the media. Um, and watch it tonight, six to eight, live Eastern Time. That's on Facebook. That's on uh, YouTube and theblazetv.com. Sarah, viewers can uh, tweet using hashtag. Blaze TV Live. We're going to be following everyone's tweets. They can tweet us questions, yeah, comments, you're, whatever. You're covering the social media aspect of this. Yes, yes, I will be monitoring. Mm-hmm. So be okay. nice, be nice. Yes. But uh, hashtag Blaze TV Live. Yeah. All right. Join us tonight. Thanks, guys. All right. I saw a story, story uh, earlier uh, today, uh, and it's about the trade slump that we're now in. Uh, China, uh, the slump in demand for U.S. products is going to really it'll hurt us. Also, the decline in global trade is a clear signal that the global economy is in trouble. The budget deficit will also rise in the U.S. Now, when the budget deficit rises, because we're going to go into an economic slump, what's going to happen? Well, we can't borrow any more money because people are starting to trade uh, and not not buy our treasuries. So the Fed is going to buy our treasuries. So we're going to buy our own debt, basically, which will 
will cause us to basically do another uh, round of uh, of uh, quantitative easing and, and pumping money into the system that we just print. Also, main economies, Asia, China, Russia, India, Iran, already turning their backs on the dollar for trade settlement, settlement, foreign ownership of dollar assets and cash exceeds 18 uh, plus 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 uh, 22.6 trillion dollars. This is the highest rate relative to GDP ever seen. So when the dollar and U.S. security markets begin to fall in earnest because people know get out of the dollar, the people who are against America, China, Russia, etc., they're going to start getting out of the dollar. When they do that, things will really slump. And we're sitting with a dollar that is worth a lot less. Please, please put some of your money in gold or silver. Please, and do it now. Find out if it's right for you. Go to goldline.com. That's goldline.com or call 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Please do it now. The temperature in Chicago is supposed to be 12 degrees below zero. That is the high temperature. Uh, that is colder than it is in Greenland today, where the expected high is 11, or uh, Barrow, Alaska, which is negative 7. Uh, or, you ready for this? The station at the South Pole, which is only expecting a high today of negative 4. Um, Ottawa, Canada, 9 degrees. Uh, Murmansk, Russia, 10 degrees. Fairbanks, 13 Nome, Alaska, 20 degrees. Iceland, Reykjavik, 25 degrees. Stockholm, Sweden, 24. Helsinki, 33. Copenhagen is 35. Uh, Vladivostok, uh, Russia, 37 degrees. Again, Chicago, the expected high, negative 12. I, I mean, I don't know why you live. In, in Chicago, I really, I really don't. It's a great city, but man, just one of these is enough for me to go. No, never. Mm-mm, not going to live there. Nope. But there's things people do that uh, I guess they have to do. Somebody has to live in Chicago. Somebody has to be a police officer. I would ask that you would pray for the uh, police officers that knocked on a door yesterday, trying to serve a drug warrant. And they were shot. Two of them are in uh, ICU still today. Um, Five Houston police officers. Please pray for them. If you'd like to do more, we're raising money for their health, uh, their health uh, benefits. Make sure that they are completely covered. God forbid anything worse. Uh, You can go to mercuryone.org and help these police officers as we stand with the blue line. You're listening to Glenn Beck.